Welcome to the Life Academy Podcast. Hello, my friends. This is Pastor Doug Pratt speaking from the Life Academy of First Church of Benita Springs, offering this Christian perspective on the issues of our day and the challenges of life. By no means am I implying that mine is the only Christian perspective. Believers in Christ can and do have different opinions and can share them with mutual respect and thoughtful interaction. And so I will present to you again in this podcast, a Christian perspective. Today's topic, people without a leader. Any human endeavor to be successful needs leadership. Over and over, we have seen the negative consequences when a leader is absent. Military history from ancient and medieval times has shown examples of a general or king being killed in battle and their army collapses or is defeated in the wake of that loss. I have personally witnessed several churches that lose a trusted long-term pastor and the people struggle to find a stable footing and a clear direction as various interim pastors fail to fill the gap of the missing leader. Two of the most important organizations in America today are demonstrating the effects of a lack of effective leadership. I refer to the Republican and Democratic parties. Decades ago, political parties were tightly run enterprises. The leadership, sometimes provided by office holders, but often by people who were the behind-the-scenes kingmakers and decision-makers, made the selection of candidates to run for high office a rational, but closely held process. However, in the past seven decades or more, there has been a pendulum swing in American politics away from the system of party bosses making the decisions on platforms, policies, and candidates, and the reaction is understandable. The corruption of the party machines run by Boss Tweed in New York, Richard Daly in Chicago, and Tom Pendergast in Kansas City, and the notorious smoke-filled back rooms at nominating conventions effectively shut out the voice of the people. But pendulums in human affairs, once they start to swing in an opposite direction, typically go past the midpoint towards the other extreme. And that's where we are today, especially in our quadrennial presidential elections. We continue to see through the chaotic nomination and election campaigning, that the leaders who would actually be best for our country are not likely to reach the highest office. If the Democratic Party had true leaders, I believe they would take President Biden aside for a reality check. They would inform him that, for the good of the party and nation, he needs to give up any aspiration for a second term and wholeheartedly endorse and support a younger, fresh-faced successor. His mental and physical capacities are obviously compromised, especially for a person who has what is probably the hardest job in all the world. His moral integrity is also obviously compromised by his son's crimes, his possible complicity in them, and his ineffective cover-up. It is time, as a large percentage of Americans can see, for him to let go. Uh, but denial is a hard habit to break. If the Republican Party had true leaders, I believe they would take former President Trump aside for a reality check. They would inform him that, for the good of the party and nation, he needs to give up his aspiration to be elected to a second term and wholeheartedly endorse and support a younger, fresh-faced successor. 
His age may or may not be a potential problem in the next five years. He currently shows much more vitality and mental coherence than the current president. But his moral integrity has clearly been compromised by his inability to accept his 2020 defeat with grace. And his ongoing legal jeopardy, whatever the merits of his indictments may or may not be, will be distracting and disruptive to the country. Even if he has been wrongly treated by a corrupt Justice Department and FBI over the past seven years, as well as by a viciously hostile media establishment for his own mental and spiritual health, he needs to let go of his vendetta of revenge and step aside. Because we have allowed our political system to swing so drastically to the current free-for-all and chaotic electoral process, it has become almost impossible to find the best leader who can unify and effectively guide our nation. Here, in my opinion, are at least nine ways in which the current system is flawed. First, those who would make the best leaders are not necessarily those who are the best campaigners. Those are two different skill sets and they rarely overlap. Consider the parallel field of business. The people who would be best suited for a job are not always the ones who interview well and sell themselves to a prospective employer. If a job involves sales, perhaps the selection process can identify the right person, but if it's a different type of job, engineer, accountant, software developer, etc., the interview process may be misleading. Campaigning and governing are not synonymous. Second, our visual media, especially television and the Internet, put far too much emphasis, due to the nature of the technology, on personal appearance, on style over substance. Third, nearly all of our news media sources are ideologically biased. They make it harder for voters to choose well because they manipulate the news, present it in keeping with their own narratives, and choose not to report on issues and events that might go counter to their preference. Fourth, elections are often treated as sporting events with winners and losers and highlight reels. Candidate debates are frequently degraded as moderators try to pick fights among the participants or are openly hostile and provocative. Fifth, complex issues are rarely covered in detail or with appropriate nuance and balance. Policies are simplified to caricatures. Sixth, campaigns for nearly every office have become massively expensive, and deep-pocket donors exert undue influence. Some candidates, in order to raise funds to win elections, become morally compromised and beholden to special interests. Seventh, poorly educated voters often vote for a candidate or party with little understanding. Eighth, in some cases, voting results have been manipulated and voting fraud has been committed. It is likely that this will happen again. And because parties that gain power have no appetite for investigating fraud that has benefited their own interests. The ninth, the primary system in both parties leads candidates to appeal to their so-called base for over a year, potentially requiring them to move towards the right or left fringe. And then the winning candidates have about four months from convention to election to retool their appeal to independents and the other party, why it almost demands hypocrisy. 
This inefficient, corrupted, and flawed gauntlet we put our potential leaders through often results in poor choices. No rational political scientist would design this system the way it is today. The founders of America, who, by the way, demonstrated true genius in their detailed design of what was the first modern representative democracy, if those founders could return today, would grieve what we have done to distort their vision. I am certainly not advocating for a monarchy or a dictatorship. The likelihood of bad, corrupt, autocratic, and tyrannical leadership in those systems is even greater than in ours. The ancient Greek ideal of a morally pure and altruistic philosopher king has really been tried because of the weaknesses of human nature. Every person who has ever become the leader of a country has been a sinner. And the parliamentary model found in Europe and Canada has not consistently produced a higher caliber of leaders than America has in the past century. Will our nation, at some time in the years to come, be blessed to have a wise, humble, intelligent, principled, and effective president? Among the 46 who have served since 1788, we have had a few really good presidents, a number of mediocre ones, and several really bad ones. I believe that if, in the remainder of my lifetime, we are blessed with another good president, I will consider it to be by the mercy of God alone, not by our design. Coming soon in our next podcast of A Christian Perspective, I will present to you some radical proposals for the future. My topic will be the salvation of the Republican and Democratic parties. I hope you'll join me, and I invite you to share your thoughts and reactions with me. This is Doug Pratt for the Life Academy. Thank you for joining us for this Life Academy episode. We encourage you to subscribe. And if you enjoy our podcast, please share it with your friends and family.